Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Professional Insight Podcast, episode 30, season two. 30. Se- season two, episode 30. My name's Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. I'm Josh Bond. And Trevor Lindy. We have our special guest still with us. Dark guy. Uh, I love that. Dark guy. Uh, Joe, Gun- <laughs> Go- Joe Gonzalez. Yes, sir. Broker Jumpin of record. <laughs> um, from Wayne Fleet. So last episode we There's chatted about uh, <laughs> your burger reviews. Yes, yes. Now we're now uh, you used to work for Gold Century. Metal Burger. Is Century Gold Metal Burger dot com. Century Twenty One. You used to work for Century Twenty One. <laughs> yes, six for how years. Long? Yeah, six years. Six years, six so. years Fawn Hill. And Century you were 21. killing it. You were doing well. Yeah, doing. Y- you were yeah. Mr. Wayne Fleet down in uh, <laughs> like from the real t- from a real estate perspective. Everyone yeah. that t- everyone knew you down in Wayne Fleet that I talked to. I've yeah. got family down that way. Now, down, while down. we're talking about why'd you get into real estate to start six years ago? What was the why idea? real estate? Yeah. Well, that's I always question. like to know because I've been in for yeah longer, but I want to know why. You're still one of the young guns. I'm a young gun, but I've been doing it for <laughs> real. Crap. Real estate's interesting because I actually was interested in it in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was already appealing to me. I thought, it, I, I like people, I like houses. Mm-hmm. It seemed, but my parents really pushed me to go to school. So I went to Brock, did business, mm-hmm. and got into HR, and didn't like that. And then, you know, after doing the schooling, mm-hmm. just came, thought real estate would be good. I think it's more personality kind of fit, right? Yeah. So if you're someone who wants to put on that extra effort, you can make the extra. Well, I just think, yeah. money I think when else. we all grew up in pretty much the same era of schooling, and, you know, I talked to a lot of buddies. Yeah. This is going to go off a bit off on a tangent, but I talked to a couple of buddies that now have the trade. Right. And, That's good. And, you know, even my industry was – my industry mm-hmm. is never was never pushed. Mm-hmm. I never knew my job actually existed. They wanted me to become an accountant. They wanted me yeah, to become a guided counselor. Right? So, I mean, they don't know. N- no, and, and but, that, but my point is, you can make a very, very good living as a, a, as, a, as a realist, uh, as a realtor, <laughs> yeah, of course, as, yeah. as, as an advisor. You got to work your butts off, like yeah. as a mortgage broker. But they never teach you about. <laughs> what these about a lawyer? No, they don't make anything. <laughs> They don't make it. Actually, right now, right now, we're all going to get a bill for uh, six-minute intervals. Oh, man. Keep um, asking questions, Joe. Give them the, yeah. the cold metal burger bill. It's almost like the so, insurance premium. Yeah, pretty it's much. Left field here. I got all your banking details. But no, but in all innocent, in, in like, they kind of sit there and go, wow, I wish I would have been an HVAC guy or an electrician right. or a carpenter out of high school because I've been close to retirement now, even yeah. though that they're, you know, in around the 40 mark. Low forties and late thirties. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, um, they've been at their. They would have been at their career for twenty years, 20, 25 years. Yeah, right? so it, it's one of those things that it's kind of you know that's a very similar story that I hear quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But then most recently, you just took the even a bigger leap, even from a compliance perspective, yeah. big leap, yeah. and took your broker exam, mm-hmm. and and you didn't become a sub broker, which in twenty seventeen the provincial government actually allowed. Mm-hmm. Realtors become subbrokers underneath wow, this their. Guy knows the laws. He's good. Uh, under underneath their. Um, Not just a pretty face. No, yeah. right. <laughs> Barely a pretty face. <laughs> uh, uh, underneath their their main brokerage. Right. To allow you guys to incorporate because you guys are the last, basically the last little Mohicans, as as they would one say. One of, right. yeah. Right. Yeah. One yeah. Of. That's yeah. another episode coming up. That's uh, another episode yeah. coming up. Yeah. Um, you took and you went out on your own and became a broker owner broker of record on yeah. your own. Yeah. Right choice. What. Right choice, happenings, reality. Yeah, <laughs> reality. <laughs> what um, what happened? Why did you make that change? Why? Good Ambition? question. Ambition. Good, yeah, it's it's been an evolving thing. So six years ago, when I got into real estate, before I started, I really thought that I wanted to have my own brokerage because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I got a little little drive, right? A little young gun blood in me still. 
But then once I got in and I seen what the industry was like, I'm like, no way would I would have, right, babysitting all of us crazy realtors, yeah. right? Like, it, it's wild. But then time goes on. I started doing some marketing. Mm-hmm. Business is growing. I don't know. You feel you get comfortable at a place you're comfortable and you're ready yeah. to like I take that next take step. a leap. And I'll I'll tell you I, you're you're at Royal Lepage, great place too. Big probably biggest market share. Right? Royal Lepage, NRC. NRC, yeah, huge. <laughs> uh, big market share. I I went to Century Twenty One. They're training. I went there. That's that's why I went there. Also knew Dean Pedro before mm-hmm. I started, so that kind of helped. But when I went there, I I knew that when I got training which was the most important thing when I started in real estate was getting trained because I didn't, after schooling, I didn't know anything. Well, it's hard to get a mentor too because they don't really, yeah. you know, go out of the way because it's so many hours for an agent period yeah. to help someone else. Yeah, and we're all it's independent. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's an interesting industry. I don't know how it works with everybody else, but I find our industry really interesting. Oh, they're all nine to five. Yeah, that's right. it. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> Weekends <laughs> off. That's but hard. Um, yeah. Every, so, every but second. there's Friday. a lot of so. <laughs> tell the difference yeah. between like I mean, you have to have a trust. Uh, yeah. You have to set up your own trust. Yeah. You have to like three trust, trust accounts. accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so. Go into detail about that, like the level of um, so, compliance. Yeah. W- when I got into going out on my own, that was the biggest unknown for me. Because have you done your broker license? No, yet? I, I didn't. Have no interest. In yeah, no. Interest. That's that's the interesting part because I want to grill you on that. Yeah, you have to do two years of real estate first under someone before you could come yeah. a broker too. Yeah, and then you got to. T- I think it's just one course, right? An elective and then the broker yeah, course. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, where we're we're talking about trust accounts. Trust yeah, accounts. trust accounts. That that was like, I was most concerned about that because as a regular everyday realtor, we don't touch <laughs> the trust accounts at all, right? Yeah. We, Maybe we pick up go, the commission yeah. uh, checks at the lawyer or something, yeah, but yeah. we don't have to handle the back end. And there's a lot of compliance with RICO. Strict, strict guidelines. Strict yeah. guidelines. Yeah, because yeah. like yeah. I opened up the trust accounts at Meridian and Wingfleet, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if they have any other real estate trust accounts there. So we're yeah, all come learning. Come to well in the big city, and they got they trust they probably there. do it lots. <laughs> but they're like holy. They even said like holy cow. There's a lot of regulation yeah. here with how you have to document everything for with the address or the name or yeah. the time and the, the reason. track stuff and, and all that yeah. too, yeah, receipt of funds. But like luckily when I went out on my own, I wasn't sure how I was going to handle it, but then I picked up a bookkeeper, Josh, Jocelyn Labrosh. She's mm-hmm. been in the industry like 16 years, so in real estate working for a brokerage. So she manages that for me. If I had Perfect. to take care of that, it, it really bogged down the day-to-day business. But yeah, really, you got people you trust under you, right? Yeah, like the and know picking, what doing, right? picking her up was a huge asset. Well, well and trust account's a big issue because they had a place, I think it was Remax and in, in, in GTA they did, area. They, they just, just got in trouble. Suspended, shut down because of uh, of their trust Some accounts. Some trust stuff, yeah. yeah like it's commissions owed trust <laughs> where like they had deposits that are, are nowhere to be found. Yeah, it's Immediate strict. suspended, immediate. Yeah. It's so strict. Something happened in Niagara Falls. Yeah, I'm not going to mention the no, brokerage either, is local and all that. And, but, uh, yeah, yeah that sucked, yeah. Because we got one of these, a lot of them came over to us. Yeah, so. yeah no doubt. And yeah. even It's so strict that I have a listing. This just happened where I got an offer mm-hmm. accepted, and the deal fell apart within days. Mm-hmm. Fire, I don't know, it was remorse, what? I literally hadn't even deposited the check yet because I got it. Uh, it was like Saturday, whatever, and I think the deal was dead by Monday. The deposit check? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I didn't. So 
I, I, th I have 48 hours to get it in, 48 business hours, I mm -hmm. believe, have it in. Wasn't, that time didn't even lapse. Yep. We had a mutual release sign, and on the mutual release, I didn't, it said on there $10,000 to be returned, yep. or it didn't, it just said $10,000, yep. right? And I had to, my bookkeeper pointed out, no, it's not $10,000 because it, it didn't even get deposited. So I had to modify the mutual release to say zero dollars. So no deposit was, yeah. was put in, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because it didn't clear it. Yeah, because then that's part of the RICO guidelines with the trust accounts. Well, and really, I everything. think in that case, you could have actually deposited and told the person, sorry, we accepted it. And then yeah. they got to wait 10 to 14 yeah, days I, to get it back. I but you're being a nice guy and getting it back yeah. right away. Yeah, didn't even deposit it. Yeah. So, yeah. and I gave them the, the draft back, but I don't even know if they really needed it back i could have shredded it but yeah. regardless had to modify the mutual release because of the compliance like there's i don't even under like complete honestly i don't even understand all of it that's why i'm so lucky to have jocelyn mm -hmm. like taking care of that stuff i like i get and i'm learning mm -hmm. but like see, there's i so see much a lot compliance. of fine tuning of yeah. It, yeah. yeah i see yeah. a lot of agents becoming brokers right now what are you finding it now? You've been a broker for three months. Three months now. Uh, well, I got my broker license a couple hours ago. No, <laughs> <laughs> just, just just gotta call it. But uh, it was already a year and a half ago that I got it. Okay. So I got oh, my so license. You're just setting up to get ready okay. to launch your own. Well, at first when I got it, I wasn't sure if I was going out on my own mm -hmm. yet or not. Like. I wanted to get it because at Century 21, brokers, they've been in the business a long time. Mm -hmm. So at some point, retirement's got to be happening for those guys. Yeah. So I was setting myself up maybe maybe take to take yeah, buy, yeah. buy into them. Or Did you have that conversation? Yeah, we, we talked. Yeah. And at, at the end of the day, I felt it was better going out on my own and starting my own thing. Branding your own stuff. Yeah, yeah like I, I like kind of the, the branding stuff that I've got going on. And Make I can sure just be a free spirit. I can do stuff like this. Like, stuff like this is, is fun and games, and I'm having fun with it. But mm. some, some of the bigger guys might be like, you know. Are you doing that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't beat do it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, and I, good I, advice I'm, you would be actually have a damn good lawyer. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> he uses good lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah good we, lawyers. We're, we're in-house. We're in-house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh is good. So, I mean, I guess in, in three months, I guess besides the trust accounts and all that stuff, what have you – I mean, obviously, there's, I mean, I know the whole tax side of things. Yeah. Like, in the tax benefits, because, you know, realtors. Uh, Tell them how to say it properly. Realtors. Realtors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, um, they didn't, you know, you guys weren't allowed to incorporate. And so, right. you, and, and if you're in the top 10%, you're making some significant cake. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and even, not even top 10%. Yeah. yeah depending on the market. Surprise. Top 10 to top five. When you go up to top five, then you're making big bucks. Top five, top three, top two. De depending on. Top 10 is. But depending like on expenses you got and all that, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah, but depends. Like it's yeah. Uh, yeah, depends. Depending on the market, though. Yeah. Like we're talking, Ni we're speaking specifically Niagara, but like more. It's not a huge difference going to Toronto, to be honest. Right. No, but like I mean, there's more volume. Yeah. There's right. more volume, right? right. So more volume, know, more agents. Though, right. right. So, so right. you yeah. you're sitting there like there's the tax benefits as well. Like what else have you learned? Like I mean, now you now ironically you now have to be the HR guy. Yeah, you're yeah. the face of the franchise now. Yeah, it's it's interesting. That some some of the stuff when I went out on my own, it was interesting. I didn't really think about what the perceptions were going to be, but a lot of support, which was nice. But there was also people surprisingly saying, "You know, are you able to do this on your own without a big brand behind you? And <coughs> would I should I still hire you?" Like I had people saying, "Like, are you still able to put my house on MLS?" 
And I'm like, yeah. And uh, there's a little bit of educating of people yeah. to let them know how it was. There's a lot of educating in yeah. our business. Yeah, lots of educating. Lots. Yeah, yeah but it makes, it makes sense, though, from a <coughs> – as a general general yeah. proprietor, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you know, maybe it doesn't necessarily make sense in a, a, a gold medal burger going to McDonald's yeah. versus a mom-and-pop shop. But when you're looking at buying real estate, I think yeah. a lot of people would be left or have the initial impression that, yeah. oh, well, you know, Royal Lepage, if you know <laughs> what I mean. It's, it's got, uh, I'm from Finland, so they, they, they call it Royal Lepage up there. Yeah, so. see, yeah. Um, but it's got RLP. <laughs> yeah. But, the, I mean, it's it's a very good, well-known yeah. brand name. So they've yeah. got that brand recognition. Yeah, for sure. So I would say, no offense to Jeff, but it, it that makes that, a little bit easier on him, mm-hmm. right? Because he's got that goodwill attached to the name, which you're yeah. working at establishing, yeah, build it. right? Yeah, yeah. Because I want more headaches and more more fires to put out. That's, yeah. that's the goal of a real estate agent. <laughs> as much as you can so do every like day. Joel uh, probably uh, took the route to so, Yeah. And how, how are you finding it so far? You like it? You, you, you yeah. Do. Yeah. So far, so good. It, like, it's only been about three months. Yeah. And, and you got an agent under you now too, right? Yeah. Cole Curtis came over mm-hmm. and uh, we're doing like a mentorship with him. I see his, his, uh, his uh, billboard's not on Niagara Street anymore. What happened there? Yeah, billboards. <laughs> <laughs> there was no call to action. Yeah, yeah the billboard. What, we, you want to spend some time on no, billboards? Oh, yeah. I'll, this is hard-hitting podcast. I'm messing around. Well, billboards, when Cole came over, so when I went out on my own, uh, Cole reached out to me. Because I at first, like, even... Was it like a Jerry Maguire moment? <laughs> Not Show me the money. <laughs> not, or not, no, more like, who's with me? And no yeah, one goes. Not, with me. not quite, but like when you bring up the trust and stuff, like day one, I didn't have that set up. Like I had it set up at the bank, but I had no idea how I was going to do it. And Cole reached out to me. I don't, I, I, it felt like the first day. It might have been the first week because everything was kind of a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. But he reached out to me, and I literally wasn't even ready for building. Like mm-hmm. I was still trying to set the foundation. Yeah. But, yeah, he reached out to me. And once I got Jocelyn, which was key, uh, picked him up, and mm-hmm. yeah, now doing a mentorship with him, which and is huge for realtors. Yeah, and billboards. You need something you trust a mentor. Yeah, with the billboards, he was in a billboard contract, I guess, over where he was. Yep. They're, they're heavy. We won't name it. No, no <laughs> name. Whatever. I don't know. Not hard hitting. We're soft hitting. Yeah. We put on. Yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. I don't care. Only yeah. called you yeah. out there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Over at Revel? Yeah. Re- Re- Revel? Yeah, sure. Revel. Yeah. So over there, I think that they're an advocate of billboards. Yeah. And he was in a billboard contract. And that was w- one of that was his concern when he came over. He's like, I just spent 1500 bucks on these billboards, and I'm in a three-month contract. Yeah. And I told him, I'm like, oh, if you want to come over, I'll buy you out, and I'll get up some billboards. And I tried to put some up, and yeah. Was your first billboard uh, idea shot down? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it shot down. I tried. Were you like in a uh, George uh, Costanza kind of look? <laughs> no, like not quite. I thought a it was over Mancini? your loin. It was pretty Mancini, tame. Eh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know myself. You guys see how I spend a lot of my marketing efforts. I put it a into video, video, yeah. video content and social media. Uh, do billboards work? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But it's not something I'm interested in. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, see, like it to me, it, it's just well, statistically speaking, you only have three seconds on a, on a billboard. Yeah, three you seconds. You can do a lot in three seconds. <laughs> three seconds. <laughs> some might <laughs> say <laughs> so. <laughs> Talk about hard hitting. <laughs> but Shout I, out to uh, <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. <laughs> Good God. For that three seconds. But, <laughs> but I would, I would, I'm not like a fan of the billboards, and I tried to make a billboard 
that would be a little bit more, more to your brand. Yeah, and it yeah, it was me and Cole, and we had us standing in front of some money going down the drain. <laughs> I'm like, this is the worst money I ever spent. Yeah. And, yeah. And they, they wouldn't let you do that, eh? No, no. They're, they're, they said no, and they, I don't know, they, they were making up what I think is excuses, saying that there was no call to action, there's no phone number, there's no email. I would have no, added those real quick. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure at the end of the day they felt like it was a cheap no, shot I, I at find them. It's an Aren't you uh, staring Cole down in that one, too? Maybe, maybe. I think it was... <laughs> It's interesting though, because like I think I've seen more realtor real for um, billboards. billboards than ever before oh. in Niagara. Well, you got the guy uh, coming in, golfy, uh, yeah. yeah, my kids yeah. even. Yeah. Another golfy sign. I mean, I've never, I don't know the guy, and I've never. Yeah, he's dealt clearly with him. doing good. But I mean, yeah. my, I mean, my kid well, was eight years old. No. I'll reserve. I'll reserve. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. When I say we lots of business, no, no, yeah, I mean, we got just yeah. to, 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 I've never used a billboard. Yeah. But to defend a billboard, mm-hmm. I mean the way this guy has has used it, I mean my my ten and, and seven year old kids know about him because well, of his uh, billboards uh, in their. See, this is the right? interesting thing. Let's go hard hitting because I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it a little bit here. The big <laughs> thing that you see for some of the advertising on the billboards is, I can't sell your house, I'll buy it. Right. The I'll buy it. Yeah. Now the question yeah. I have for you. What are the terms of that? Who's setting the price of that? Yeah, house? of course, yeah. of course. All right, because the big problem you have in real estate is a new agent come in. There's tons of new agents. They're green. They need a mentor. It's hard to find a mentor because mm-hmm. the mentor typically doesn't get compensated. They're are you so going to be my mentor? <laughs> Jeff, are you going to be my mentor? Are you going to be my mentor? Reciprocity here. But the problem is that a busy agent who you should be learning from probably has zero time to teach you. Yeah. yeah. And it's if they're tough. teaching a, a green agent, they're probably taken away from, it's tough. from their sales. It's very it's tough. tough. It's all time management when you're a realtor. And a so lot of professions, but yes. Yeah, yep. yeah. especially in real estate because there's no off day. You've yeah. got two off days a year. One's Christmas Day, and what I found out this year is New Year's Day, but it's not really because you still get calls on New Year's Day. Yeah. So when you put it up, you'll find all these realtors out there that will say, I want to sell my house. Okay, what do you think it's worth? 50 grand higher than market value. I'll take it. Let's go. Put the sign up. Yeah. Because they want to exist in the marketplace. Right. Yeah, buy the So if there's signs on there, they'll do it. If you're a prudent realtor who's done it for a long time, Here's the market value. You don't tell me. I'll tell you because this is what I do. If you want me to list for it, this is what it costs. Well, you're the professional. Well, right? Yeah. And, like, and, and you're hiring a professional, mean, absolutely. right? Well, and, but for the longest time, too, let's just be honest. And let's put, like, I mean, it, it's a little bit, uh, the, it, it's changed also my, my world a lot more from a compliance perspective. But the barrier to entry into real estate was very low for the longest time. Still and it's, it's getting there. It's, it's getting there. there. So, like, it's what, you now have to take a course. How long has the course got to be now? Probably a year. You had six courses you have I to think do to the get quickest. it. It used to be three, and then right. you had two years to and do then the other three, but now it's yeah. six. Now it's six in a year. Six in a year. Six and, ten, and 18 ten. months. Six and you, you get it ten. I think the quickest it can be done is 10 months, and you have up to two years. And you've got to do in-course, too. It can't just be at home and all that. But now yeah. they're changing it to Unless be. Unless you're a lawyer, and you can challenge the exam. I don't, know, I don't think you can challenge the exam in, in real estate. I Maybe if you were from another country, you could. You actually I guess can. lawyers you lawyers can. figure out things. Yeah, they, get, they know all the loopholes. Get, get a good lawyer. <laughs> but, but, but you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> right. You, know, so you get in there, and the problem is that everybody and their puppy yeah. want to become a realtor because it's the easiest money you ever had. Yeah. Like, I, I fart and money blows up my butt. No, it's yeah. not like that at all. It's get ready to work your ass off. Yeah, get yep. in the trenches. Every day, all the time, wake up. Answer, 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 fire, 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 explanation. You know what? You get home, you're tired, get back on the saddle, you got to do it more. Yeah. 
And you know, you can it's flexible though, so you can say when you want to work or not work. Is, yeah. is very good, but you want to make good money. Right. It's so not it's 40 hours a week at all. No, not no, and, and net, no, nor, you know, a lot so, of ours so is not not 40. We're yeah. very much in various, but so it's both but, but listening big, to a professional yeah, and but, but walking the, in the there. The hard part in real estate is you could probably pump in I don't know, 100 hours in a month mm-hmm. and not make a penny for it. Oh, not yeah. get paid a penny for it. Oh, yeah. There's you can lots, do that for the first year. And there's lots of work it. unpaid. I bet you there's more agents who are starving artists out there than there are ones that are, are, oh, are making their face, without 100%. a doubt. Oh, yeah. So it takes time to get to where you're at. So the problem is that they throw up these, I'll buy your house if, if I can't sell it. I loved it. First off, I'd love to see the actual paperwork for that. Oh, it's because it's airtight. It's airtight. Right. And yeah. they're probably going to say that if I can't sell your house at minus 5% of market value, I'll buy it. And they got to protect themselves. I, I've never right? actually seen it. I've heard of what the terms are, and yeah, it's low. And then they, I've heard that there's like seven percent commission that yeah, gets I was put say into they it. They charge a commission on the sale. Yeah, well, I don't know seven percent either for that. A, stuff. And then I've heard, I've never seen this that they have the commission built in high yeah. for the purchase, and then they have it built in for the sale. Oh, so basically, and, you get paid to buy their house, and then that and it's going to be a nice little buffer for them right there. So really, it's a marketing tool. Yeah, and a below market. Yeah price to come at too yeah. like and but i've never seen it this is just what i've heard from James. which makes a lot of sense on why and they can and financially and do it this yeah, is another exactly. big thing i have in everything are you uh, i'm gonna go sell your house here's my compensation for doing it mm-hmm. well no offense no joe blow over here <laughs> we'll do it for three or four percent if you match it i'll take it go right ahead yeah you know why because they're desperate for a listing yeah so they'll do whatever they can to get it because they want to get paid yeah for sure but if they can't negotiate their own commission how are they going to negotiate your house for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know, easy. A good commission. This is something I heard in real estate was if you want to do a friend uh, a favor in real estate because they're new to it or whatever, like that, not, not mocking new because if you have a good yeah, mentor, you can do sure. whatever you want. But if you want to do them a favor, rather than having them list them your house and buy a house for you, just give them a check for 20K because <laughs> it will save you money <laughs> as opposed to doing that. And, and you can see this because yeah, if you're sure. a prudent realtor – you should be able to recognize the defects of a house before you have to get a house inspection. Not to mock house inspectors, yeah. but when you get a house inspection, you throw money out. So you should be able to do it. If there's problems with the house, you should recognize it. Make sure you do a CMA, which a lot of real estate agents out there don't do don't when they're do. buying. No. They'll do when they're selling, but not when they're buying. Right. Because you want to make sure that they're buying something worth value. And the problem is, if you're selling in today's market, because it's still a seller's market, that they can say, well, if you're not giving me the price, I'll wait for the right buyer. And then some... Yeah. Uninformed realtor will come up there and overpay for a house that's got a concrete block foundation, water coming everywhere, asbestos all over the ductwork, you know, yeah. knob and two wiring and all that you stuff. You can get lucky. Point out, you get lucky and it costs you a lot of money. But the problem is those houses are usually first-time buyer houses. So they're buying two hundred dollars to $250,000, and the house needs $35,000 worth of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can uninform them. They buy it. They hit the Tom Hanks, uh, Shelley Long money pit movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're broke. Yeah. And then you're setting them up for a terrible experience in real estate. They hate realtors. Yeah. They badmouth everyone on, on, on Facebook because social media is stronger for negative than positive stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they, they all want to go the calm-free route, which right. unfortunately the calm-free route is great because I'm going to list – I'm not going to say the names of the calm-free companies that do it. Yeah. Who do you think you're attracting? You're attracting buyers who love calm-free purchases. They know you're saving 5%, which is typically the standard rate right now, 2.5, 2.5. Yeah. Yeah. That's where negotiations start at. Yeah. They start it unless they underprice the house in the first place. Yeah. And then some realtor is going to come up there and say, <laughs> I'll give it to you, no problem. Yeah. yeah. And then you might have cost yourself 30, 40, yeah. 50 grand. The price of a, 
The price of the commission, anyway. Commission, yeah. which now you're having a professional doing it and a brokerage who's helping you. And believe me, you ask Bond, if, if someone's getting real sued in real estate, not the buyer or the seller, but both agents, both brokerages. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody yeah. and, and their sister's getting sued. Yeah. Could, could. And if you're buying privately, guess what? You're on the hook for all that litigation. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's a difficult part. So, you know, being a broker, you, you have some fun conversations coming up. Oh, yeah. You got to sure. deal with all this. Yeah. So, sure. heavy, so basically, burden, really. listen to professionals when they give you <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to get professional insight. Right? Yeah. Good get professional insight. Professional insight. Not, not just professionals. Good professionals. So before we end up, what's your top three things of being a broker so far and three things that you were uh, surprised about? Wow. Hard well, hitting, buddy. Well, I, I just... That yeah, I might. You, you got a lighter? You got a lighter? That's part of this. I just, I like the feeling of being on my own and being able to do what I want. To create. Yeah, like. Grow. Yeah, do whatever. Yeah, I, I haven't even, I, I guess I've got my first agent. I've got, uh, like, Jocelyn, like I said. But, yeah, the idea of growing a business, because one, one of the challenges, at the end of the day, what's what's our business worth as just a realtor, right? Mm -hmm. I've always kind of had in mind to be able to have a business that at the end of the day it's worth something mm -hmm. like we, if you all of a sudden you stop practicing you want to sell like i don't know if you've seen it when realtors retire mm -hmm. they sell off their book of business and stuff. Yeah, yeah but it's not worth a whole well, what lot what do you get it's like a lawyer minimal. you can get a percentage yeah. of it and stuff like that yeah it's minimal that's why, that's why yeah. i throw my bill business <laughs> I'll yeah. sell that sucker for yeah, some money. And yeah, those kids see? better become agents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah I like that. Yeah. I like that you're yeah. building that because that's yeah. that's a that's a business you're yeah. building. That, that's that's yeah. That's yeah. my piece I, of the pie. I I love being realtor. Mm -hmm. I love what we do. It's challenging all the time and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's almost just like when you look at what it does for us, it's like a cash flow. It's not. Mm -hmm really to me a business it's a, it's even a though we're running a business. that's hard to be consistent with yeah and it's up and down and all that but but there's no end asset and i'm sure these i don't know these are probably things you're all familiar with these things more but mm -hmm. uh, that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm looking forward to building a business that way yeah. and what i'm actually finding now as as you were mentioning finding a, a mentor with the time and these is not getting compensated these things mm -hmm. Uh, mentoring has, I've, I've been in a leadership role a bunch of times throughout life, but this one's a little bit different. It's really hands-on, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm learning how to do that effectively, too. But I'm already, like, Cole's already seen pretty good success in a little bit of time with me. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't remember. Last year, he only did a handful of deals. Mm -hmm. In a, in a, I think a week today, a week tomorrow, he's got three deals closing. Mm -hmm. He's never had that before. Like that's rewarding for me. Now I'm starting to see it's gratifying. Yeah, yeah it is. right. Like now, like when you know helping clients, amazing. Help him right? grow. Yeah, you make a few points along the yeah, way. Like yeah, like so that it, at first I didn't know because it's it's a little bit hard learning, like teaching strategies, learning strategies. These are things I'm a little bit familiar with along the way, but mm -hmm. like we're hands-on in real estate. Like, you know, you're talking about the hours. Like, yeah. I, I, I just don't turn now, off. Yeah, now all of a sudden it's almost like I've got another job because now, I, like, you know, focusing all the attention when you're looking at real estate on putting out those fires, making happenings, whatever. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden at some point in the day, I have to completely shift gears. And the mentor side. Yeah, mentor and and he's got some good foundations, but he doesn't have a ton of experience. So yeah. trying to explain all these things that we've been through, mm -hmm. right? But it's it is gratifying having having that. And I'm looking forward to that part of it because I wasn't exactly sure yeah. 
right? If I'd like it or not, but it's nice. It's nice. Well, I, I think the toughest part for being a mentor is having that extra energy when you've got <laughs> nothing at all left. Yeah. To help someone grow their business. And yeah. You know, it takes a, a, a solid person to want to do that because yeah. you're basically saying to one client, I can't service you right now because I'm trying to help this other person it's grow. It's managing it's, time. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. It's all time management. Then one of the benefits I have, the, I don't have the kids, right? Like mm -hmm. I haven't had any kids yet. We're getting a puppy on Friday, so that might. For baby, for baby, yeah, yeah. It's the first step. Yeah, yeah. step yeah. one, yeah. step one. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and then what? What was the other part? Challenges or yeah. what? Like I said, some of the extra educating. Yeah. I never thought that anybody would question uh, the abilities because, as you know, I no reason to poo-poo on any brand, but mm. people come to us because of us, yeah. right? So I never really thought jumping ship or even having a fun name like Happenings Realty that would have a negative spin on it. But some people, they didn't know oh, yeah. that I could still service things. So yeah. it, that's a little bit of a challenge doing yeah. some extra educating. A lot but of perception from the public and all that. It's, yeah. you know what, I, honestly, I don't think I got too many listings or sales over 17 years of being a real estate agent because I worked at Royal Page. Yeah. It's yeah. more my own name that kind yeah. of produced that stuff. But, you, but like, you've gotten a lot of support. There's a lot of oh background yeah. stuff. I could call Brad 11 o'clock at night, and he's mm -hmm. got 15 instances of what I'm, I'm exactly. sure about that he can rely on. Exactly. Because 450 agents under you, oh. there's a lot of, lot of litigation that goes through real estate, <laughs> as, <laughs> yeah. as you'll find out. And, and I don't want to experience that the negative way. But yeah. in real estate, I think you're constantly learning on the fly. Yeah. And a lot of times, they don't say, I do real estate. They say, I practice real estate. It's almost like practicing yep. medicine and all that stuff. Yep. Because every single transaction, there's a new thing you learn. Yeah. might be the 100%. smallest thing in the world, but, but you're going to learn. Always. So. Every day, we're learning stuff. Yeah, so every day. You might want to. Yeah. Cool. Because I'll talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks very much, everyone. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think we got a third episode coming up with Joe. Yep. Love the last one. We'll call it a day. Yeah. We're doing and, it. And uh, thanks very know, much, everyone. Help days. us. Help you stay informed. Love Cheers. Thanks, guys. <laughs> the Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, and NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media 
Network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. 